Many people strive to keep their current lifestyle in retirement. On today's show, we'll outline six steps to help make that happen for you. And now, now. Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Let's make sure that no matter how old and wise you grow in life, that you don't grow old and broke. Paul is the president and chief wealth advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. These are some of the largest life-changing decisions you'll ever make in your lifetime. He and his team are your trusted all-star advisors in the Gulf Coast. I want to make as many memories from 62 to 82 as I can. He has the heart of a teacher. A lot of people have the wrong ideology of what their retirement money is. If you're seeking knowledge and information, you're in the right place. When the paychecks stop, you got to create your own paycheck. And now, Retire Right Radio. Retiring right. That's what it's about. That's our theme here every week. That's what Paul Roberts is all about. Welcome to Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. He is the Chief Investment Advisor and President of Roberts Wealth Management, which is a fiduciary firm and a local trusted fiduciary firm serving those in the Gulf Coast. We talk retirement here. Paul, how are you? Doing great today. I know uh, it's been a little while since the hurricane came through, but Man, you really dodged a bullet, didn't you? Uh, I tell you what, it's this year, man, it's just dodging bullet after bullet after bullet. It seems like all we're doing is hurricane prep this year, Dave. You know, and, and actually I can offer uh, an analogy here because you had said earlier, because you can't accurately predict where a hurricane is going, you really have to anticipate the worst case scenario. And in many ways, that's really what you do with retirement plans because that way any surprises are good surprises, aren't they? <laughs> That's right. Prepare for the storm and hope for the best, right? Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, careful planning is what it is all about Some to make sure that you can retire successfully uh, with the lifestyle that you want to live in retirement. Certainly having someone like Paul and his team of all-star advisors who are retirement specialists at your side makes a big difference. Paul has put together six steps to help you get started towards your successful retirement. At number one, this is really critical, isn't it? And that is determining what age you want to retire hey picking a retirement year it lets you set a time horizon right it's yeah. a, a really a key measure for retirement planning you know the the closer you get to that retirement date the re the one thing that a lot of people miss is the closer you get to that date the less aggressively you need to invest just mm -hmm. start taking a little risk off the table you know you don't want retirement getting taken from you right there at the last minute, which like happened to a lot of people this year with COVID, you know, a lot of people planning to retire early in 2020 and the COVID uh, down markets really, really interrupted a lot of plans. So it's real important to start taking a lot of risk off the, off the plate. Once you start getting to that, what we call red zone, you know, those last five years uh, before your retirement date each year, you should slowly pull a little bit less risk back, a little less risk back. You know, you always hear a saying, Dave, in retirement, it's not always about what you earn. It's about what you keep that matters the most. Yeah. And boy, when you're right, when you're, when you got one foot out that door and you're ready to go, that's when you want to make sure that you're keeping every dollar that you have and you don't have some type of financial downturn end up destroying all of your dreams or setting back and, and putting you back to work for a few more years. So it's very key to pull a little bit of that risk off the, off the table. The, the flip side of that is the other thing you need to do is, you know, once you set that retirement date, you know, we're always we're always pushing income planning. You need to sit down with a good fiduciary and do some means testing and see if your 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 plan is going to work at that date. Do you have the means to produce the income that you need to mm -hmm. sustain your lifestyle the rest of your life? And uh, we know but, we're just talking about Social Security there either. That's just one no, part of it. That, that's right. Social Security, you know, it's one leg of retirement, but generally it's only about 30 to 40 percent of what most retirees need. Uh, income wise. So what are your other sources of income going to be? How are we going to pull those tax efficiently? And how are we going to make every dollar matter as much as possible? Right. Yeah, that's, that's what it's all about income and retirement. And then that balance with your income and your outgoing and looking at what your expenses are going to be. That's right. And you know, these are the, a lot of one of the things we find a lot, Dave, is a lot of couples haven't had these discussions, you know, pre-retirement. And uh, that's why we're always trying to reach people, you know, in the last five to 10 years before they get to retirement. So you can start having these discussions. What do you want to do in retirement? What are your goals? Are you going to travel? What are, what are the expenses involved in your lifestyle? We need to start getting the grips of that and then start some means testing to make sure you have the income to get there. 
And it's six steps here. Paul Roberts has put together to get you started towards your successful retirement. That's what you want, and that's what Paul and his team want for all of their clients. Uh, you know, I do this when I'm not retired yet, but I'm looking ahead at my expenses. I, I never factor in inflation. I always fail to do that. You don't fail to factor in inflation, do you? <laughs> oh, definitely not, Dave. You know, that's one of those income gaps we're always referring to. And uh, I think we'll talk a little bit about that in the segment today. But, you know, these income gaps, that's that's what most retirees miss planning for. If you don't have a plan of attack and a strategy in place for future income gaps that you're going to incur, then you might find yourself short in the end. You're looking at inflation, yeah. certainly. I mean, that can just nickel and dime you and even worse. Uh, so if you don't factor it in, you could really be in trouble. Uh, these steps, uh, these are steps that Paul and his team will go over with you about you, your individual situation, your retirement, Y-O-U-R, your retirement, uh, because they're not using any kind of cookie cutter formulas. They're all custom formulas. You can schedule a consultation with Paul and the team at 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Okay, can you explain, Paul, asset allocation, the proper uh, balance or the proper allocation, bucketing strategy, and even sequence of returns in the process there? Definitely. Well, you know, one of the most overlooked parts of financial planning, Dave, and, and what I find catches people off guard or, or affects their income or, or turns down their portfolio the quickest in retirement is not enough financial advisors out there talk to them about sequence of return. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's based off this average return. Oh, well, we've averaged this return the last 10 years. Well, average return is, is a skewed statistic. It's not accurate if the fund you're investing in has ever had a negative year in the past. So, so planning your future off of average return is, is a mistake a lot of Americans are making. Yeah. Um, what is more important is that sequence, future sequence of return. So how is it going to unveil itself to you? One of the problems retirees face today is we have no idea what the market's going to do tomorrow, next month, or next year. Right. Yeah. Dave? We don't. Well, <laughs> we have no idea. That's too bad, Dave. I was hoping you'd tell me you knew exactly because we could just make a killing if you knew exactly what was going to happen. Where do you think time, I'd be right? if I knew that? It'd be on some <laughs> island somewhere sipping That's a drink right. with an umbrella in it. That's right. It's, fa <laughs> it's fantasy land that people think they're going to predict markets or, yeah. <laughs> and that they're going to time markets. You know, I wish so I could. I wish I could. Right. We would all be sitting back in a life of luxury at this <laughs> oh, point, yeah. wouldn't we? No doubt. But that's why it's so important that people understand future sequence of return. And that's why we start all of our retirement planning with income planning, because how are we supposed to plan income for the next 20, 30 years of your life if we have no idea what the future sequence of return is, the market is? We have no idea what it's going to do tomorrow. You know, that's why starting with income planning, when you figure out what your future income gaps are, how much you need to fill those gaps, and then we need to take that money we need to carve that portion of the money out. I, we don't suggest you keep that money in stocks. We need to go to more secure investments to make sure that that can provide that stream of income the rest of your life and you don't end up running out. If you have any leftover money, great. Now we can take risk with stocks mm -hmm. because we're not dependent on it for income, right? Yeah, you're right, exactly. It makes a little downturn. Sense. It's not the end of the world, right? You got a little play money there. So, that's right. But, you know, one of the other things that, that, you know, talking about these future income gaps, we've already kind of addressed a little bit twice is that that few, one of the most overlooked income gaps is future inflation. Right. Um, we know that the coal of the cost of living adjustments for Social Security have not in the past and should we should not depend on them in the future, keeping up with inflation. Therefore, everybody slowly but surely is going to build a future income gap in their lifestyle. So. Do you have any plans or strategies in place for that future inflationary gap? If not, when's a good time to do it? And let's go in, let's figure out how much that inflation we could occur in the future. Let's carve out some more of that money and let's set it aside to say this money is dedicated to the job of preserving uh, my lifestyle against inflation in the future. You know, if, if, you've, if you've filled your income gap, if you looked at your pensions, your social security, your retirement, what type of... Uh, survivorship is there for married couples is there a loss of a pension income loss of a social security benefit so if you've planned out your first income gap what you need to live your lifestyle then you've planned out survivor benefits and future income gaps you could occur there and then you figure out how to strategically plan for inflationary income gaps in the future 
That means you have built an income plan that's going to last you and your family the rest of your life. Do you know what that means, Dave, in retirement? Sleep well at night. That's exactly what it means. That's exactly (laughs) what it means. You're not freaking out when you turn on the news and read all of this negative information that's being cast our way out there, right? That truly is what it's about. Absolutely. There is. You know, the... The, the media today is fear-based, and they're not going to stop that. So uh, all the information coming out of them is going to be fear-based going in the future. Do you want to be sitting at home the rest of your life in retirement full of anxiety, or do you want to build a plan that gives you the, the, the confidence that you have you, you need to move forward and you don't have to worry about what type of fear or what type of uh, bad news is going on out there? I right? want what you just said, that thing you just said. I want the plan. <laughs> right. I need it. And, well, then, you know, Dave, it's not just planning that income. Right. As, as we've spoke before on the show, we continuously follow up with our clients. You know, we meet all of our clients several times a year for updates, progress reports, things of that nature. But we also have what we call the, the, the first year transition and the second year transition in. You know, this retirement thing is all new to people. And they're, they're used to having a paycheck. Now they're living out of retirement income. So we may not, you may not nail it down the first time. You know, you, you have an idea of what it's going to cost. Then you transition in that first year, and then we take a look backwards. Right. What did it really cost us? What do our expenses look like? Are we keeping up? Do we need to make adjustments? Do we well, need more income or less income? Right? Exactly. You tweak it. And what, what worked? What didn't work? What do we need to do differently? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And we highly suggest people do the same thing the second year. By the time people have transitioned into the first two years of retirement, they're pretty much set. So once you've tweaked it at that second year, they're, they're, they're really comfortable and living within their means and, and you know, having the confidence they need to move forward. So it's a process um, for everyone, but tell you what the, we've got a, we've got a great opportunity for any of our listeners out there today, Dave, any of them who are sitting at home wondering about these things, am I old enough to retire? When should I retire? What should that retirement date be? How much do I need to save for retirement? It all starts with sitting down with one of our all-star advisors and doing the means testing to provide income planning the rest of your life. So for the next 15 callers today, what we're going to do is we're going to offer them a complimentary, no-cost visit with one of our all-star advisors in the office. Now, this generally runs about $1,000 to $1,500 with most firms. We're not going to charge a single penny today. It's uh, absolutely no cost, no obligation. Sit down with one of our advisors. Let's do some retirement planning testing. Let's see where you are. That way, at least you know if you're on the right track or if you need to make adjustments. How you take advantage of that is the next 15 callers, no cost, come sit down with one of our advisors. They're going to build you a custom income plan, a tax efficiency plan. They're going to look at future inflation, and then they'll do an overall second opinion and a look-see at your portfolio, your risk toleration, your performance, and most of all, those fees and commissions involved in your portfolio untangle what it's really costing you to work with your advisor. So for our listeners, next 15 callers, Absolutely no cost, no obligation. Give us a call today. Sit down with one of our all-star advisors and get started on your path to freedom. Yeah, I like the way you look at that, too, because, I mean, there's so many reasons to take advantage of that. But this is a second opinion. You get that income plan, the tax efficiency plan, all of this at no cost, no obligation by calling 800-891-8680. This is for the next 15 calling 800 891 8680-800-891-8680. So you can retire right with the right plan. Retire Right Radio. Paul, what are we doing next? Social Security, Dave. We're going to tackle it. You see, we pay for it, and when we retire, we get a check. Sounds simple enough, but you'll really be surprised with some of the stats we're going to share with you next. Retire Right Radio News Talk 104.9 with Paul Roberts, who is Chief Investment Advisor. He's president of Roberts Wealth Management, a fiduciary firm with a team of all-star advisors. They do retirement, and they can talk to you about your retirement, all the components of retirement, Social Security, just one of those. But we're going to take a look at Social Security. Paul Roberts has put together some really interesting stats. And before we get into the stats, I was just reading, Paul, because you were talking earlier about filling in those gaps and factoring in inflation. This is from the Senior Citizens League. They're estimating the 2021 Social Security cost of living adjustment at 1.3%. Do you think that's enough with Social Security? Well, uh, currently, Dave, uh, you know, the Social Security has definitely not been keeping up with inflation. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, this year, I'm not 
you know that that could be somewhat near a, a an accurate inflationary figure. The problem with that is what you know we had Federal Reserve come out and spoke a few weeks back, and you know as we spoke last week on the show, they just announced that uh, the Fed is now becoming inflation friendly and that they have to raise rates. So it, it's you know currently we're, we've done all right the last few years, but when the Fed starts saying we are inflation friendly. Mm. What should you start planning and preparing for? Inflation. Right? <laughs> yeah. So do I, that's right. So do we think that 1.3, 1.6, whatever it is, you know, one and a half percent average COLA in Social Security is going to keep up with inflation going forward? No, I, I think now inflation is going to start leaving it behind moving forward. And that, that's something people need to be aware of and start planning for that income gap in their lifetime because it's going to start setting in over the next year or two. Yeah, I mean, and that was that was an estimate from the Senior Citizens League, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that. This is going to be a fun segment, really quick hitting, because you got a lot of great stats here. A big number to open it up, $1 trillion. What's that, Paul? Well, Dave, look, here's the good news for our listeners. You know, what we, what we put together today, Today is I wanted to give some decent information out there because, you know, all the information around Social Security is so negative and it's overwhelming and it, and it creates fear and anxiety and retirees and people out there. And don't get me wrong, there are there are reasons to worry about Social Security in the system going forward. And we talk about that in a lot of our workshops. But I think there's enough fear and anxiety in the world today. So I wanted to do is give them some good stats. Look, let's look at some positive aspects of Social mm, Security. Yeah, some good ones here. Yeah, one trillion you named, right? That is a that is a number that most people just can't fathom. They don't comprehend the size of a trillion dollars. A thousand billion. <laughs> a thousand billion, exactly. Right. You know Social Security is big, but you know, you most people don't appreciate how big it actually is. But currently Social Security pays sixty three million Americans and it pays out about one trillion dollars in benefits annually. Now that trillion dollars makes up five percent of our country's entire gdp which is wow yeah our, our complete gdp in 2017 was 21.43 trillion so five percent of that went out in social security benefits for the year that's that's pretty amazing right yeah, shows the system is is a lot larger and, and a lot more efficient than people people think out there now this next stat on social social security you have is involved in funding on <laughs> that one trillion dollars 89 percent. how does that relate to the funding 89% is a very important number, and that's some of the good information we have people out here today. People are always asking, is Social Security going to fail? When's it going to dissolve? When are the, is it going to run out of money? Look, this 89% number, let me explain to you where that comes from. One reason Social Security isn't likely to ever run out of money is because it's financed by taxes collected from workers. Here are the stats. 2019, 89% of funds coming into the program came from payroll taxes. Only 7.6% came from interest and 3.4% came from taxes on benefits. So in other words, the payroll taxes that we're we're collecting every year are sustaining the program currently. Uh, sounds like 89% of the funding. Mm -hmm. That's that's great news for people out there who are worried about the future, right? Absolutely. We've got, got to keep people working. This next number, speaking of looking at some bright spots, 0.6% really shows the efficiency of the Social Security Administration. This is the one that really blew me away, Dave. Yeah. You know, you know, you hear everyone out there talking about uh, lack of efficiency in government and government programs and things of that nature, which, you know, I mean, they have a very valid argument there. But I didn't expect this number when we pulled it up. It just kind of blew me away. It says that 0.6 percent. The Social Security program is probably the more is more a lot more efficient than most of our listeners think out of its total budget of roughly one trillion dollars. Only 0.6% is used for administrative expenses of the fund. Yeah. That is incredible. That is highly efficient. Uh, really I was is. blown away by that. I expected that number to be significantly larger. So that that's that's some good optimistic news there to look at, right? Got to tell you, it's pretty impressive. Uh, I'm actually shocked this per next percentage isn't higher. Maybe you can shed some light on that. What's 90%? Yes, uh, so 90% uh, 90% of the people age 65 and older collect Social Security benefits. And, and that one kind of threw me a little loop at first, too, Dave. I expected it to be a little higher, thinking most people over 65 are filing. Yeah. But, you know, they've been pushing, pushing back the full retirement age. Um, most people are pushed all the way back to 67 now. Uh-huh. Right. So, okay. a lot, yeah. yeah. So, what you I think is going on there, a little phenomenon is happening. Oh, I is see. That, yeah. Is health insurance cost. 
people can't retire before age 65 or 66 because they got to keep working because health insurance cost is so great, but then they can't file for a benefit because their earned income is too high and they don't want to be penalized. So a lot of people today are working all the way until that full retirement age of 66 or 67. And I think that's where the other 10% is. 10% okay. are out there still working or planning to take it later. That makes sense. Uh, looking at Social Security with Paul Roberts. I mean, as I mentioned, that's one, just one component of your good, successful retirement plan. They'll talk to you about all the components at 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Now, we're looking at bright spots of Social Security here with these stats. Now, this one, though, really drives the point home that you can't rely just on Social Security uh, for income and retirement. That number is 40, 40%. That's it. That, and that's an act. You know, now, this is not specific. Everyone's an individual situation, yeah. as we're always speaking. But a national average says that Social Security retirement benefits are designed to replace about 40 percent of a person's pre-retirement income. So, uh, you know, take take your income uh, pre-retirement. If you made one hundred thousand dollars a year, you should expect to receive about forty thousand dollars a year from Social Security benefits. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, the higher your income gets, that threshold changes because you know, Max Social Security is, is capped out and maxed out, which we'll address here in just a second. Um, but about 40% of most retirees' income needs are, you know, funded from Social Security Benefit Program. Now, the flip side of that coin, Dave, is that's why we're always stressing the importance of income planning. Yeah. Because the other fact side of that coin says that 60% of people's income is derived from their own savings or their own retirement planning. So, you know, just having money and just having a portfolio doesn't mean that you know that money's going to last the rest of your life. Where's that other 60% of your income going to come from? How do we make sure it's sustainable and how do we make sure you don't run out? And if you say, okay, well, I'm good. I've been saving all my life. You still need to, the right strategy with that. And, I, and I, I prefer having a retirement specialist helping me adopt that strategy. That's Paul and his team. Here's another one. Here, our next number is a random dollar amount, $3,011. What, what is that? That is that is the maximum monthly benefit that you are allowed to receive from Social Security currently. Uh, about 36000 well, actually, let's see, I have it precisely here, $36,132 for the whole year. Now, the maximum benefit for those people who wait till age 70 is a little higher. You can receive up to $3,790 currently. And that, again, drives the point home of having that uh, the additional sources of income. Here's one thing that is a little disturbing to me. This ratio you have here, Paul, 2.8 to 1. Yeah. You, you know, Dave, I, I was I was almost a little hesitant to put this stat in here because <laughs> we were going all, over all of these optimistic <laughs> and, and, you know, positive statistics here. Yeah. And and I kind of didn't want to put be the damper on the day, but it's reality. So we got to look at it, right? We have yeah, to sure. start planning for the future and planning that Social Security will not be able to keep sustaining that 89% it currently has. And the reason being is that Social Security has a 2.8 to 1 ratio currently of contributing workers to beneficiaries. Let me give you an idea, put that into perspective. Back in 1950, the ratio was 16.5, meaning, yeah, 48 million workers we're supporting 3 million beneficiaries. That's the way it should but, be in my book. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is we have the baby boomer generation, yep. right? They amass one third of our entire population, a hundred of the million of the 300 million baby boomers Tiring are now in the system. Yeah. And there's not enough of the following generations or enough population in the work industry to fill that gap. So now that gap has gone from 16.5 to one all the way currently down to 2.8 to one. So we're looking at this 89% funding currently is great, but should we expect that in the future? No, slowly and surely that is going to shift and change as we move forward. Just like Paul uh, planned for his, the hurricane heading uh, towards um, the Gulf Coast, and you got to expect the worst. I mean, you should plan. If you plan like it's not even going to be there, and of course it will be. Well, then you're all the better. Just have the right plan. Talk to Paul and his team of all-star advisors. Here's another great opportunity. That's it. You know, if you plan for the storm, prepare for the West, pr prepare for the worst and hope for the best. You know, one of the things that I'm a little concerned with uh, retirees out there today, Dave, is what we refer to as complacency, right? Mm -hmm. We learned our lesson from Hurricane Katrina, and that's why it's a great ex comparison. There were so many storms that year that were all non-events that everybody stopped listening to the warnings. Everybody got real complacent. 
Hurricane Katrina came along and rocked our world. And it was so damaging because people were so complacent from the lack of damage from the other storms. That's currently the same situation we're in this year, right? We've had four to five storms that have been non-events. So people are starting to get complacent, but you can't get complacent because the first one that you don't plan and prepare for is going to be the one that gets you. That's it. It's the same thing with retirement planning, Dave, right? The great way to look at it. Don't get complacent just because we've been in pretty good markets, just because things have been rolling pretty good economically. Now is not the time to get complacent. Now is the time to be vigilant. It's time to come sit down with one of our all-star advisors, make sure that you plan and prepare for the future. You have secured you and your family. It all starts with adequate income planning, tax efficiency planning, and making sure that your portfolio and your risk model is what what you can handle and what your needs call for. Now, the way you take advantage of that is for the next 15 callers, you can come into our office, sit down with one of our all-star advisors, no cost, no obligation. We have a warm cup of coffee, one of Miss Tiff's famous chocolate chip cookies that are fantastic. We're going to have a conversation, see if we're a good fit to work with each other, see if we can bring value to your life. If you have not planned to prepare for everything that we have talked about on this show and the previous shows, now is the time to sit down with an advisor, prepare for the storm, Please don't get complacent. As soon as we get complacent, that's when things become devastative. Give us a call today. Let's put you in the driver's seat and make sure you're ready for the next storm heading our way. Absolutely. Let's do it. And then next 15 at no cost or obligation for this consultation, a true practical financial review with Paul and his team of all-star advisors, 800-891-8680. No cost, no obligation to the next 15, 800-891-8680. A lot of good information there, Paul, as always. What are we doing in the next segment? You know, we stress these emergency funds in retirement. Well, 2020 to us was a severe wake-up call for most Americans demonstrating how necessary that emergency fund is, especially if you are in or near retirement. But the question remains out there, how much is enough? When we get back, a few tips on to help you decide how much you should keep in that reserve fund. Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Paul Roberts is the president and chief investment advisor with Roberts Wealth Management, a fiduciary firm, local, trusted in the Gulf Coast and helping many in the Gulf Coast. And also you can catch Paul on TV too, by the way, not only on the radio every week on News Talk 104.9, but on Fox 25, Sunday mornings at 9, WLOX, Saturday afternoons at 5. Paul, real quick, uh, earlier on the show, you asked the question, uh, you know, do you know when what the markets are going to do and of course i said no you said i was hoping you'd say yes and i said well if i was able to say yes i wouldn't be here and i i said that the other day i was in a store and i was approaching someone in the aisle and they said because i have no hair they said hey jeff bezos I said, do you think if I'm Jeff Bezos, I'm going to be in here? <laughs> no way. You think my entourage wouldn't be taking care of this for me? <laughs> exactly. Right? They would be. Right, you know, you, meant, you you nailed it. You said 2020 has been a wake-up call, and it has been for all of us in the need to have an emergency fund. So you've put together five reasons to have that emergency fund. And number one really is number one in, in people's hearts, and that's their family. You never know when you may need to come to the assistance of a family member and have that liquid readily accessible money that that's it dave and you know we live deep down in the southeast where where we're culturally traditional we believe in family we believe in taking care of family most all of our clients that is their number one goal in life that's their biggest concern is making sure that they take care of their family you know um not only them and their their direct spouses and their direct life but also most people down here want to be able to help their kids their grandkids over the years last thing you want to get in the way of helping your family is a market downturn like we had in the COVID crisis. You know, expect these unexpected storms. Don't become complacent. Be prepared. So that way when the markets get hit and you're in a COVID crisis, you're not having to take withdrawals from your account when it's when it's hurting significantly. That just handicaps you going forward. You still want to be able to take care of your family and your grandkids. So you don't want to be in a place where you're telling the grandkids, hey, I've been helping you with that college fund, but the market's really down right now. Right. Right. Set away that reserve money. Put 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 away that emergency fund. So when we come into these troubling times, you've got enough to get you through a few months and keep 
making it keep uh, fulfilling those obligations and make and uh, fulfilling those promises you've made to your loved ones. Yeah, having that emergency fund is really critical. I I can tell you I'm I'm more serious about it. And then looking ahead in your retirement and and you could have the best health care coverage in the world. Uh, the, the Cadillac Medicare plan with all the letters of the alphabet, or there's still going to be some cost in there you're going to face in retirement. Emergency bucket can help the fund. You, you know, it's rare that we actually see a medical crisis coming, right? Yeah, exactly. That, that, hence the term crisis, right? It comes, it happens, it hits us. Uh, you know, an emergency fund can really help to bridge the gap between what's covered by Medicare starting age 65 and what's not. Uh, several Medicare plans leave you on the hook for expenses. You know, you may have to pay your prescription drugs, uh, some cases, co-pays, co-insurance, things of that nature. If you run into large, large medical expenses, even your small share can become overwhelming and become a large expense to the household. So, you know, have that reserve emergency money saved up. Something comes up you weren't expecting. You've had the cash on hand to take care of it. And you're not dependent on a, a, a port, an investment portfolio to get you through those rough times. And in other types of insurance too, what well, a lot of people on the Gulf Coast, I mean, just experience with a lot of rain. Homeowners insurance deductible can get quite up there, you know. I, yeah. I think I think mine on my house is like uh, fifteen or $20,000 I got to come out of pocket before they pick up any expenses. Oh, wow, yeah. You know, do you have that emergency fund set aside? Are you prepared for that, you know, because you never know when that day is going to come. You don't, and that's why Paul has put together these reasons to have that emergency fund, 800-891-8680. That's part of the conversation he's going to have with you if you schedule that consultation, 800-891-8680. Well, this is a great opportunity to maybe explain about, we talked about asset allocation, you know, the bucket strategy, and if you look at that emergency fund, it's one of those buckets, and then you've got the uh, the income bucket, and then, uh, then the bucket with the right amount of risk for you, where you are now, but... Sometimes, like, for instance, what we experienced in March uh, in the markets, um, we didn't know when it was going to recover. That emergency fund, having that at least gives you some extra peace of mind. That's it. You know, one one thing that is is difficult, I think, for people today, Dave, is this is the terminology and the idea of this word portfolio. Mm -hmm. So people, you know, the the word portfolio has kind of been twisted and misused a little today. A, A true portfolio means all of your assets, meaning your real estate, your businesses, your your insurance, your investments, you know, everything. But today, because of the large corporate firms, um, you know, they want to just put stocks, mutual funds and bonds in a portfolio. So the term portfolio in people's mind has start to mean st- uh, stocks, I must stocks, admit, I've been, stocks I'm and mutual funds. But yeah, wow, great point. Yeah. And I'm guilty of thinking of it that way. And, and a lot of people do. And so that's one of the one of the things they need to watch when they start getting to retirement. They've got this mindset of my portfolio is my stocks and mutual funds. And so then they have too much money all in stocks and mutual funds, not enough proper diversification across their portfolio, and they're way too susceptible to downturns in the market. We saw a COVID crisis. We saw the S&P 500 took uh, a dip of 31% in three weeks. Well, if your entire portfolio in your mind means stocks and mutual funds, then that could have put you in a bad position, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, portfolio is yeah. not just stocks and mutual funds. It's having insurance, having real estate, having business. It's it's everything in your net worth. But most importantly, and the key that we're focusing on today is having that emergency fund set up so that you can get through any tough times. Your portfolio takes a hit in COVID and it's down. You don't want to go hit that account. You don't want to take withdrawals or income from it. You don't want to pay major expenses out of an account that's seen significant losses. Have that emergency money to the side so you can cover those expenses. What if you're hitting a downturn in the market and having a hurricane at the same time? Right. Make sure that emergency fund is enough. Make sure you can cover that deductible on the house repairs. Make sure you can get through a few months worth of income and you don't have to go and uh, handicap that portfolio by taking withdrawals while it's while it's down due to bad markets. And of course, you talked about this on the show today, the the big eye inflation. The inflation, <laughs> buddy. Boy, that's that's the one that I, I'm, you know, I'm continuously mentioning this word every on the rate on the television show every week we keep bringing up inflation all of our workshops we're doing out there we're constantly mentioning inflation and talking to people about planning preparing and strategizing for inflation we've mentioned it multiple times on the show you know if if the listeners out there don't understand why i'm stressing and talking about inflation so much as we mentioned earlier the federal reserve just announced becoming inflation friendly yeah that is code word for 
plan and prepare, right, Dave? <laughs> exactly. It's the red flag warning. <laughs> that is, that's it. The, the, there's the red flag flying at the beach, and they're saying, "Hey, severe undertow <laughs> is coming. You True. you might want to you might want to watch where you're swimming. You might no want to start planning and preparing for it." And man, anybody out there who is Another problem with inflation it comes back to that one word earlier, that complacency. Right. You know, we've had such a lack of inflation the last 10 to 12 years, True. even a few deflationary years, that inflation has not become a subject in financial planning anymore. It's been being dismissed and people haven't been planning, preparing for it. But it's back. It's coming back with a vengeance and it's time to start planning and preparing for it now. Certainly is. And we've got about a minute here. What do you suggest you keep in your emergency fund? Well, calculating how much you need in your retirement emergency fund kind of depends on how much of a financial cushion you really need to feel safe and stress-free. Um, it's individual. Everybody's a little bit different, but you can start by tallying up what are your monthly expenses, you know, your housing, property taxes, utilities, auto travel, et cetera. You know, what does it cost for you to keep up your lifestyle um, on a monthly basis? Then you may want to consider where to keep your retirement emergency fund. Um, once you've calculated up what it costs you on a monthly basis, you know, let's, let's add a few months in there. We like to tell people you should be able to cover at least three to six months of expenses out of your emergency fund. Mm -hmm. But then more important is what do you do with that emergency fund? Where do you put it and how do you position it? You want it, you don't want it locked up in CDs or something of that nature that you got to take penalties. You know, if it's an annuity or a CD or something, cause people want to earn on their savings, Right. that money's that the, the job of that money is not earning and growing. The job of that money is availability and emergency. So you're not going to get the rates of return you want on it. You got to have it somewhere it's liquid and available. Now there's a lot of good accounts out there and good savings accounts and, uh, and HEMA high interest money market accounts, things of that nature. Unfortunately, you know, I don't want to name any specific companies or anything on the show. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give any specific endorsements over mm -hmm. the airways, but we have a lot of different um, banks and groups and outfits that we work with that where we can get somewhere between two and three percent earnings, which is a whole lot better than most people's okay, uh, yeah. bank savings accounts. Sure is. But it's in a liquid position. It's easy to get. It's easily accessible and it's earning two to three percent. You know, that's that's where we advise all of our clients. We sell, set them up the accounts here, go this direction, work with this bank and set you up emergency fund and we'll have it. But, you know, the whole I think the, the biggest thing that we can take away from today, Dave, is that while you can't predict any of these emergencies and how much, you know, when they'll rise or how much they'll cost, a retirement emergency savings account can help offer all of that peace of mind that we are continuously talking about. As you head into the next adventure, you'll know that you have the cash cushion to help absorb life shocks, big or small, while protecting your retirement income along the way and while protecting your portfolio and while protecting your tax efficiency. It is a very, very vital tool to retirement planning. So any of our listeners out there, anything that we have talked about in this last segment that they feel that they are lacking planning if you don't have adequate emergency savings, if you don't have an adequate income plan, if you don't feel that your portfolio is adequately laid out, or as we mentioned, you have come to this mindset, a portfolio means stocks and mutual funds, let us help you expand that, that, that view. Let us help you expand your perspective and look at the whole big picture of retirement planning. Now, it all starts with sitting down for a consultation with one of our all-star advisors, but as we mentioned all day today, we're running this special promotion. The next 15 callers to call in right now, there's going to be no cost, no obligation. The entire planning process is absolutely free to you. Now, what we do expect is we're going to sit down, build out customized income planning. We're going to go over the, over the taxation, try to build you a tax-efficient plan, keep more dollars in your pocket. We're going to look at your risk and your performance, give you a second opinion on your current portfolio. But more importantly, we're going to pull up what those fees and commissions in that current portfolio are. What is it really costing you to work with your current advisor? And we find that most people out there have no idea or they have been told that their fee is one thing. Once all the underlying fees come to the surface, it really blows their mind. This is the most eye-opening thing that we do for all prospective new clients coming in. And everyone out there should take advantage of getting a portfolio second opinion. Not only that, 
Let us help you build that retirement plan that you've dreamed of and that gives you the confidence to move forward in retirement. So Dave's going to give you the number. Give us a call. Come sit out with one of our Star Advisors and let's have a good meeting and make some progress. The phones are open 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Yes, eye-opening it will be. And also, it could be really, I mean, it's going to be a pleasant experience because you're going to leave there with a much better handle on your financial situation and going forward. 800-891-8680. The next 15 no cost or obligation. we got one more segment here on the show. Paul, what are we doing? Every week we've got some really good questions from our listeners out there. Any of our listeners who want to get your questions aired on the show, you have some questions that you want to look for some solutions for, this is how you submit those questions to us. Info at robertswealthms.com. Shoot us an email, ask your questions, we'll air them on the show, and we'll see if we can't get some solutions brought your way. Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Paul Roberts, who is president and chief investment advisor and heading up a team of all-star advisors, fiduciary firm it is, and they are retirement specialists at Roberts Wealth Management. Let me give you how you can submit a question to have read on the show. Info at robertswealthms.com. Info at robertswealthms.com. Hey, throw in your town, too, along with your question. Good chance we'll read it on the air. Give a shout-out to your town for the Q&A. We're going to open up with Pascagoula. Paul, I am 58 and currently going through a divorce. My husband has usually handled all of our savings and investments, so I'm a little nervous about how to handle things myself, even though I'll be getting a substantial sum of money from the divorce. How should I go about getting set up on my own, financially speaking? Uh, well, for our listener, that's unfortunate, and uh, or maybe it is fortunate, right? You never know these days you, you when people say know. they're going through a divorce. That, that might be hard times, or you that s- might just be the liberation of freedom they've been dreaming yeah, of. You right? say, I'm sorry, and they're like, don't be. <laughs> No, yeah, don't be. I'm <laughs> happy as I've ever been. I haven't seen this much uh, peace in 30 years. Right? <laughs> uh, but uh, unfortunately, we see this situation a lot. This is one of the things that we uh, we encourage all of our listeners out there today. You know, we have a lot of people that we have relationships with who are do-it-yourselfers. Um, they they actually handle their own investments, handle their own planning. But they come and they build a relationship with our team and our advisors because they want to make sure that they're never in a position in the future to where if they pass away and they've handled everything, that their spouse is out there and doesn't know what to do or where to pick up the pieces. So they like to go ahead and establish that relationship, build that trust factor. Um, We've got probably 50 clients who, who are in that type of situation. They come to our client events. They participate. They have a small account or something with us just to keep that relationship. But we treat them as clients and we build that relationship so that way anything ever happens to them, the spouse feels confident to walk right in that she's got somebody to pick up the pieces and take care of them. Um, now, unfortunately for this for this caller, um, they were in the same situation. Husband took care of everything. Um, she really seems like she's really nervous about how to handle things her, herself. Um, she's going to be getting a substantial sum of money. First thing I'm going to advise you, darling, is how should I go about getting set up on my own? Dave's going to give you the number here in just a minute and call, sit down with one of our all-star advisors. Believe me, there's nothing to be scared of. There's nothing to create uh, fear or anxiety about. My all-star advisors are very good at their job. You're just going to have a nice, comfortable conversation with them. They're going to make it very meaningful. There's not going to be pressure or any sales or anything of that nature. They want to help you in your situation. So there's nothing to be feared of. Come in, sit down with us. We're going to sit down and help you with your situation. Now, I suggest highly that you give them a call right now and you sit down with them before you start getting these substantial sums of money. A lot of mistakes can be made in receiving those substantial sums of money. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure if you're getting part of his old 401k or something like that, everything is being quattroed properly. We need to make sure it's being split and you're not ending up with tax repercussions or tax consequences from doing something improperly that you were unaware of. Because no attorneys or anyone else out there is going to advise you or lead you the right direction. So highly suggest it's okay you don't have the money now. We need to make sure that you receive the right amount of money and as efficiently as possible. Give us a call. Sit down one of our all-star advisors. Show them what's going on and let them hold your hand through that process to make sure that you get every penny that you deserve. 
And here it is, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. You're going to be guided through this and helped through this by a fiduciary firm who really they're bound to have your best interest in mind, even though they would anyway. And you got one of Miss Tiff's chocolate chip cookies. So how about that? Can't the beat famous it. cookies. Gulf Coast famous cookies. <laughs> Gulf right? Coast famous. 800-891-8680. All right, next question, Paul. It's from Picayune. Should I purchase an indexed universal life insurance plan so I can take loans out later when I retire that are tax exempt? Or should I save money for retirement in a Roth IRA? Does the life insurance have higher fees in comparison to paying tax on the Roth IRA? Wow, great question. Super mm-hmm. informed listener out yeah, there, huh? She's, no she's savvy. Yeah, there, she is very savvy. She's got some great ideas here. Um, I'm not sure for your individual situation, as always on the air, I hate I hate when we have these questions I can't ask, answer precisely, but I would, I would not want to lead you in astray. Um, what I would tell you is both ideas are great. Putting money in an indexed universal insurance plan is fantastic to take out all those tax-free loans later in retirement. Now, the reason I'm a big advocate of that is because that money that you pull out and draw for income, um, not only is it tax-free, but you do not even have to claim that income on your tax return. If you don't claim that money on your tax return, then it causes zero taxation of your Social Security benefit, which Uh could save you a significant amount. Yeah, so it's all a plan all about efficiency and income planning in retirement. Great plans. I put personally, I put over 50% of my retirement plan away every single year in universal life insurance plan. Uh-huh. Uh, what we call a tax code 7702 plan. Amazing. Um, the plan is growing at 7.5%. Has no downside when markets go bad. That's one of the things I like about it. That's I don't great. have to worry about it. But when we calculated out my plan over a 30 year period, and when I get to age 62 and actually start drawing the benefits out of it, when you calculate the internal rate of return of one of these plans, when you bring in the actual tax savings in the future and the Social Security taxation savings in the future, my plan will have averaged an internal rate of return of 24% for 30 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. There's no way to get 24% out of an no. investment vehicle out there. Only way to ex- to achieve that type of return is through tax efficiency planning on your internal rate of return. So they're absolutely phenomenal plans. But if you're sitting here choosing between should I put all my money in that or all of it in a Roth IRA, I would tell you the truth or, or it's probably somewhere in the middle. Uh-huh. We probably try to need kind of find a, a happy medium between both because each one of them has their pros and their cons. Um, each one of them has a few benefits that the other one doesn't. So we don't want to um, go all in on one or the other and eliminate the benefits of each or or. We want to just create a nice friendly situation right in the middle where maybe we contribute to both. Uh, just give us a call. My uh, Mr. Carter Lewis and one of my all-star advisors, he loves this index of universal life planning. He loves tax-free planning and tax code 7702. He does it all day, every day, builds some amazing plans for people. He can help you find that happy medium in between of which which direction should you go or how much should you contribute to both sides. Give us a call. Sit down with Carter. He'll love to walk through all this. He gets extremely passionate and excited about these type of plans. I love You're going to see a light bulb go off in him, man. He's, <laughs> he's like a kid in a candy store when people start looking at these plans. He gets so excited. He's, uh, he's, he, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. See how you can make his day, and actually then in turn he can make your day. That's uh, right. Man, well, look at the strategy here. 800-891-8680. Set it up. 800-891-8680. From Mobile. I'm considering cutting back to part-time work. I'm 63. My husband passed away a few years ago. Would it be possible to receive his Social Security benefits and still work part-time? Uh-huh. Well, let's see. You'd be collecting widow's benefits, which are going to be reduced for the claims placed um, before your full retirement age. In, in other words, if you begin at 63 instead of, say, your full retirement age is 66, you're going to have um, early withdrawal reduction for those three years. Okay. Um, further, there are limits on how much you may earn while you're collecting these widow's benefits prior to your full retirement age. Now, that limit, uh, that limit each year after which your benefit, uh, that limit is is adjusted each year. It, it, it changes. It's currently somewhere right around eighteen thousand two hundred forty dollars mm-hmm. uh, for the year of maximum income you can earn. 
So we need to look at how much of your income is earned, how much of it is passive. Are you going to earn greater than that amount? Because if you do, your penalty could be significant. They'll come back and they'll reduce your benefit $1 for every turn, every $2 earned over that earnings limit. In other words, if you earned 18, your earnings limit was 18 for the year, you earned 28, you had a $10,000 overage where they're going to reduce your benefits by half of that $5,000. So Mm. it's not a, not an optimal situation. Um, The good news, Ms. Shirley, the same, the same all-star advisor who I was just discussing, (laughs) Mr. Carter Lewis, look, the other thing that excites him is social security planning believe it or not he gets he gets excited he he's got some amazing software at the office where we can uh we can plan it we can pump all your inner information into this software we can generate it out we can look at multiple avenues of of uh different options and multiple avenues of filing different ways of filing for your benefits when where and how and what is the most efficient and which one works most for you because making this social security decision today has a whole lot of variables involved and we've got to look at taxation we've got to look at penalties we've got especially if you're filing early and then we've got to look at how does it all how does it work into your overall game plan of income for the rest of your life once you start doing real income planning that may alter your social security decision so i'd tell you before you go making any of these decisions sit down with mr carter let him look at everything He'll figure out where you stand, how things look, and he'll help you figure out what is the best way, when, where, and how to file for those Social Security benefits. Make sure you get the best bang for your buck. And Mr. Now, Carter, how you take it? Oh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, you, you come in, sit down with one of our advisors. Uh, no cost, no obligation. As we said all day on the show today, there's no cost, no obligations for one of our counsels with our with with an advisor. Sit down with Mr. Lewis. Explain to him your situation. He'll walk you through it step by step. He plans Social Security and tax-free income all day, every day. That is his specialty. That is what he does every day of life. He is very experienced. He knows the right questions to ask, and he'll walk you right through the process and make it very comfortable. When you get to the end of the process, you'll know when, where, and why you have made the decisions you have. So the most most important thing that Mr. Lewis is going to do for you in that meeting is he's going to empower you. You're going to feel good about the decisions you made, and you can have the confidence to move forward. So give us a call. Come sit down with our all-star advisors, and let's get you marching forward on this Social Security benefit. Definitely. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Thank goodness there are people like Mr. Lewis around who get excited about Social Security planning. I, that ain't me, but we need people like him. Paul's got a great team of all-star advisors working with him, and, and they can work for you, getting you that retirement that you want and need. 800-891-8680. Next 15, once again, at no cost or obligation, 800-891-8680. Paul, I say it every time, but I mean it. I I really do. Great show. Good stuff here. Look forward to it once again next week. It was a lot of fun, Dave, and I'm already, I've am i already got some ideas in my head for next week. We kind of bring some real good information to our listeners. We hope they stay tuned, and we love and appreciate all of them being out there. Absolutely. Well, stay safe. We'll see you next week on News Talk 104.9, Retire Right Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Paul Roberts nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.